Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous Mouse Travels, creating marvelous memories one family at a time. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Stacey Rollins. Hello. Jenna Conkle. Hi. And Jen McGurn. Hi. On this week's episode, we'll share some Disney news and everything that you need to know before you go on a Disney cruise. How are y'all doing tonight, ladies? Great. Very well. How are you? Pretty good. So I do have two newbies, Jenna and Jenna. This is your first podcast. So welcome to our madness. Um, So this is part of our initiation. You do have to have a couple of questions that we want you to answer. So um, Jenna, if you don't mind going first, I can ask you our questions. So um, can you tell me your favorite character? My favorite character is Mulan. Oh, that one's a good choice. Um, and park? My favorite park is Magic Kingdom. And how about your treat? So you can pick either a like drink or a favorite food. Mm, I got to go with Dole Whip. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> good choice. Yes. Good choice, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I have some allergies so, and that one is friendly. So it's great. That's awesome. And Jen, um, how about for you? What's your favorite character? I'm going to go with Flynn Rider. That's a good one and not bad in the park either. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and your favorite park? <laughs> Magic Kingdom. And then how about your treat? Um, so favorite food or drink? Um, I would say the beignets at French Quarter. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. Oh, I haven't had Yeah, I just had a... Oh, my God. They're amazing. And I just had the um, pumpkin spice ones for the first time this fall. They were out of this world. See, I didn't try them. They were there when we went, but I just didn't... I didn't get around to it. And I was was just so obsessed with I had to get the beignets. That's the only reason we stayed at French Quarter, because they have them there. (laughs) Um, Yes. Because we go to Disneyland and I have to have them there. So I was like, you know, if I can get them somewhere at Disney World, we're going to end up at that park, at that resort. Yeah. Well, we stayed at Riverside and took the pretty little boat ride over and then uh, made sure that we got our beignets before we left. Hey, but that's one of the benefits of staying at Riverside is it's so close and they have that, that boat transportation. And it's mm-hmm. a really nice view going between the two. It is. I love Riverside. Well, and I've heard that those beignets are really close to what you would get in New Orleans. I mean, they're Mickey-shaped, so there's that. But otherwise, (laughs) I think probably. (laughs) Taste-wise, I heard they taste like. (laughs) I would imagine so. (laughs) They're a little more doughy, but they're they're very close to what you would get. But like you said, it's (laughs) Mickey-shaped. Anything's better. Everything everything tastes better with a Mickey shape, right? (laughs) Exactly right. I don't eat waffles, but I will eat Mickey waffles every day of the week and eat them. (laughs) So leading into our discussion, I kind of wanted to talk about what is entailed with the Disney cruise. So I will speak from personal experience. I haven't done one yet, but we are in the planning phases as far as in June. So I know like for ours, like our big thing was destination and we wanted to go to the Bahamas and that was our big thing. But um, like where else do they, do they cruise to? I would say their most popular cruises because they go out of Port Canaveral and it seems like that's the area that a lot of people travel to because they might do a combination of Disney world and a Disney cruise and out of Port Canaveral, um, you know, you have like the Eastern Caribbean and the Western Caribbean um, routes that usually sail on like the dream or the, uh, actually not the dream, the fantasy, I believe. Isn't that right? Yes. The fantasies Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, your Western Caribbean is going to be your stops like Cozumel, uh, the Grand Cayman, Jamaica, and of course, Castaway Cay. And then, um, your Eastern Caribbean is going to be um, Tortola, the British Virgin Islands, and um, St. Thomas. Uh, I tell you what, it's just beautiful um, down there. That's one of my favorite destination itineraries that they do. Um, so those are two popular ones out of Port Canaveral. Um, now on the Dream, you have the Bahamas, and that's what you're planning, right? Yes. 
We're starting with the baby curse. <laughs> um, and ours is going, I believe we're going to um, Castaway Key. And then we also have, I am drawing a blank, but we are going to the Bahamas. Um, Stop in NASA. Yeah. Yes. There you go. We're going to NASA. And then yeah. we have like one port day or one day at sea. So um, we thought it would be a good, it's a good like getting our feet wet kind of. It kind totally of is. It totally is. We we've done. Uh, my husband and I have been on the Disney Dream twice and done th- uh, two three night. Uh, says um, same itinerary as you're you're speaking of. Um, one of which had the Christmas time, very Merry Christmas time cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are they're the perfect way to get that experience and. Um, still get that Disney like complete immersive, immersive experience with the characters and everything. Um, but yeah, NASA is a great stop, and Castaway Key you just can't go wrong with. Oh, you can't. And I always say the three and the four night they are such a great idea for people who have not cruised before and they're not sure if it's for them. Definitely, you know. I, I- a lot of the time just to say, take a three or four night and see what you think of it. And then once you're hooked, which you will be, then we'll get you on those seven <laughs> night sailings. The three and the four night are almost, well, really, especially the three night, it's too short for me. I almost feel like I'm trying to pack too much in because I've done the seven night and mm-hmm. I love the seven night cruising. So for me, the three night is so super short. So you do get kind of addicted to you know, going on longer cruises and having that longer time to fit it all in. Yes, definitely. yes, definitely. We did a four night over Thanksgiving. Um, we did the parks first. We did Mickey's very merry Christmas party. And then we did the four night. And I was very concerned because we had not done a four night. We'd only done seven. And I thought, are we going to feel like we were cheated? But four nights was, was nice. I don't think I could go down to three, but four nights was a very nice compromise considering that we had the park on the front end of it. See, and that's why we picked it. Like, I felt like the three nights, I felt like I was going to put too much into one, you know, into a smaller trip where I know that I want to have that day where I need to walk around and just kind of take everything in. Um, But that's one reason that we picked the four over, you know, picking the three. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's nice to have a day at sea. Like, you know, the whole day at sea so that you can really enjoy the things that they offer on the boat. Oh, and there's so much to enjoy. <laughs> so what's your favorite? Okay, so, I mean, like, on the boat, what is your your favorite thing to do as a pastime? Hmm. Well, if you're on the fantasy or the dream, then I'd have to say the aqueduct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fun. Fun. If you can get on that before there are long lines, but even if there's a line, it's totally worth it. It's so fun. And then if you do it at night, I mean, when you're up in that tube, um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a it's an enclosed water coaster slash water slide that runs the entire length of both of those ships. And um, it is you sit in a tube and it's two people. It is so fun. And you can just see nothing but water around you, you know, or if you're docked, you can see the whole port and it's it's so fun. It's it's really cool. <laughs> I guess I'm probably going to be giving a secret, and my children will not like that. But we do not um, care to do the really like dressy dining night where you get kind of more formal. So we always skip that night in the actual um, restaurants, and we put on our swimsuits and we go ride the aqueduct all night long because everybody <laughs> is oh all gosh. dressed up. <laughs> And, you know, they're all having dinner, and we have got the aqueduct to ourselves. <laughs> that is priceless. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So everybody's walking down in their, like, formals and things, and here we're coming through the, you know, we've got on our bathing suit tops, and <laughs> we're heading to the pool. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my goodness. That's the so. way to do it, though. Like, when you find your 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 time where you can enjoy something without the huge crowds. It's so great. Like my husband and I actually don't care very much for getting off the ship in NASA. Um, We've seen it and um, just actually prefer to spend the time on the boat when there's less, less people, um, less crowds, uh, less kids in the pool area, et cetera. 
um, we just, we love taking the time to just enjoy the scenery, um, lay, lay by the pool, um, have a little bit of quiet time while everybody gets off the boat. So um, for us, it's NASA, but for other people, um, there might be different, you know, port stops um, where they prefer to, you know, take advantage of, of the ship, um, you know, having it more to themselves. Since we're, we did that last time, we did not get off in Nassau at all. And, and it was, it was excellent. I mean, really everything just kind of cleared out. See, and that's like kind of what we're planning on doing is, um, I, I mean, my husband doesn't really want to get down there. He's more obsessed with going to Castaway Key. So we've decided we're just going to stay there. We're even thinking of doing like, I'm going to butcher this, a bitty body boutique um, for our kids because I have two, they have two girls. So, I mean, they're kind of in that age when they really want to do that. So we were thinking of doing it on our NASA day and um, having them, you know, get all dressed up and they would be dressed up for too. But I mean, it it sounds like there's really a lot of stuff to do on the ship that day. There is. Not to I mean, no, there's so much. There's just, there's endless amount of activities that you can do. Um, the way that, the way that Disney has both the app and gives you the paper navigator with all the activities that are going on in the ship. I mean, you're always going to be informed of what's going on and you're going to have so many different options, whether you're with kids, not with kids, you know, they, the kids love the kids club. So they love to just hang out in there all day long. And if you have the adult time to yourselves, um, you can check out, you know, what it says for adult only events and all that kind of stuff. So they have so many options. And I do think a lot of people hear the word Disney and they think this isn't going to be like an adult's cruise. You know, it's going to be more for more catered toward kids. But I think people don't realize that Disney has their own area for adults. I mean, they have their own bars. They have their own pools. Um, they even have, I don't say they have lounges as well, right? That they can go into them plus the clubs. Yes. They have, um, on the yeah, on the fantasy and the dream. Now, I, I am not 100% sure if they refer to it the same way on the other, uh, on the wonder and the magic, but on the fantasy and the dream, they have what's called the district. And that's a series of different themed nightclubs and bars. Um, and during the day, they have family friendly games in there, but in the evening and at night, that is strictly 21 and over. And, um, and they have different games and activities and, and, you know, they have drink tastings. I mean, my husband and I did a martini tasting in Nassau on the ship. Those in one are of them. So, so fun. I love there's those. Definitely, yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, there's adult themed game shows and trivia. It's, it's not all, you know, Mickey Mouse all the time. See, and that's the part I'm looking forward to. I'm planning on dropping off my kids for a couple of hours. Um, maybe a day <laughs> in the kids club, you know, coming back later. You know, like in a way it's like my husband and I, like we haven't had a vacation. Oh, okay. I'm lying. So we went on vacation by ourselves in September, but we haven't like gone on a vacation as a family and it had like split time. And that's one reason that he really wanted to go on a Disney cruise. Cause he wanted to have that time where the kids really got to enjoy themselves. And then he also wanted to have time where like, we could be by ourselves, you know? And, and, um, that's what I really liked about the kids club is that they're open. I found out mistaken. It's like what nine to midnight. Um, so to me, it was um, a lot more convenient to think that they could go there and then we could go, you know, swim by ourselves where we're not surrounded by a whole bunch of children, you know, um, or even like just go and, and do yes. something like that. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the adults only area. They do have, um, pools and a hot tub for the adults only. And then they also have the spa. And I know that a lot of people see dollar signs as soon as you say spa, but the Disney spa has something on board the ships called the rainforest. And it's very reasonable. You can do a day pass and you can come back multiple times and you can use the sauna and the steam room and the hot tub and these amazing showers with different lights and music. And, and it's very, very inexpensive. And it's a great thing to do while your kids are at the kids yes, clubs. I second that. And they have these ceramic loungers that heat up. They are amazing. You can just lay out, lay out. You can read a book. You can, you know, just enjoy the adult, like quiet time. They're awesome. So what about, um, so what about like picking a stateroom? How do you pick yours? 
I know, and we've talked about this like on other podcasts about the amenities, but like, um, is there is there a way that you choose your stateroom? Um, I mean, usually based on budget, you know, for most people is what their budget will allow. Um, Some people like myself really need a balcony. That's just part of, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit out there and have my morning coffee every morning and watch the ocean go by. And so that's really important to me. Other people that's not, you know, something that's important for them. They're not going to spend any time in their room. They're going to be out on the ship the whole time. And so an interior room is just fine. Um, So I think it really just depends on how you feel like you're going to spend your vacation and then what your budget would allow. Yeah, the budget's a big factor. And and like we're a family of five. So what we've had to start doing, um, especially as my daughter has gotten older, I mean, I have an 18 year old now and um, she needs some time and some space to herself. So we've actually had to get into the habit of getting two staterooms that are connecting. So, you know, when you're looking at that cost, I tend to go with the inside stateroom because we are go from the time we get up till the time we go to sleep. So, you know, we don't need the balcony. We don't need a window. We're going to be in that room to sleep and get dressed and that's it. So with needing two, that works out for us to just go with the interior. That being said, Disney has the best interior state. Rooms. Yes, they do. <laughs> they have Yes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you might just want to stay in the room to see who's going to float by your magic <laughs> porthole because that's vacation in and of itself. <laughs> And um, also just to throw in like my two cents about that, like Disney's also the only one um, across most cruise lines that has the two bathrooms, which I mean, for any family, two bathrooms is a godsend. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> and that's, that's what we're, <laughs> we're not good all in one bathroom in my house. So, I mean, even where we're at, we have three bathrooms and we all still fight over one for some reason. Um, but I like the fact that they have, they have the two different rooms and they also have a lot of storage from everything I've seen under like the beds. Like there's plenty of storage to put stuff away if you need to. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. They really do a good job with the layout of their rooms and using every mm-hmm. bit of space to make it functional. Yeah, Oh, I have a fun story to share. On our on our June cruise, we booked very last minute. Um, we had a change in plans, and we booked last minute. And my the connecting stateroom was actually a um, handicap accessible stateroom. So I now have experience of what that's like. And um, they were, I mean, they were just incredible. Everything, um, you know, the roll-in shower and the door that was automatic and didn't, it was very slow to close, which... If you're not waiting for a wheelchair to get through it, that can get a little old, but <laughs> um, it's, it's a great thing to know that they have. I mean, they, it was just, it was incredibly roomy. Um, so I would feel confident, you know, if someone said to me, we're traveling in a wheelchair, I would feel confident in saying, you are going to be extremely comfortable in this type of stateroom. Well, what about like on the ship as far as, you know, midship or aft or forward? Do you guys have a preference on where you are or maybe what deck, like deck 10? Or, you know, do you have a preference that you always look for when you're booking for your family? I'm a low and middle because my son and I get seasick. So you stay more towards the middle of the ship because they say that you feel less movement in the middle of the ship. Yes. Yes. I've stayed in all areas and I remember vividly that staying, um, staying in the aft, uh, we could feel the engine, um, which was, which was interesting. Um, for us, it wasn't really a problem because we don't get, um, we didn't have any issues with seasickness or anything like that. And so the extra, um, motion, didn't bother us. It actually helped us go to sleep for some reason. Um, but I do, I do kind of point out to people from my own experiences of just, you know, where on the ship, if they're, if, if you're a newbie, like probably stick with midship. Um, but if you're experienced and, and know a little bit more of, of where you want to be, 
um, I just throw in that, like you can sometimes feel the engine or sometimes you feel the wind more in the forward. Um, but small things like that don't necessarily make or break. It's just kind of an added bonus to know where you'd like to be. I always say that I've got to be the weird one because <laughs> I always like staying in the aft. I don't know of anybody <laughs> that really ever says that, but I have stayed in the middle. Um, I've stayed in the aft. I haven't stayed in the forward, but I really like being like right next to the stairs and the elevator in the aft because I feel like I can pretty much get anywhere really quickly. That is so true. That's such a good point too. That's true. I definitely think that when you're like, it also kind of depends on who you're with. Like if you're with um, young kids and you know, they're going to be at the kids club, maybe you want to be closer to um, the kids club deck. Like I think, I believe that's deck five um, where a kids club Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, so if you're, if you're close to deck five or if you're um, in the, if you're in the forward, a lot of entertainment stuff is going on there. So it is higher traffic sometimes because of those, um, the entertain, the shows, the movie theater, that kind of thing. Um, but in the aft, if you're adults, then the aft is where that district is. So maybe you want to be closer to that. So it also depends on like who you're traveling with and kind of what your itinerary looks like. I feel like it's always quieter yeah, absolutely. back there. Um, just I can get places like, you know, everybody's waiting on the elevators in the mid-shift or, or the mid-shift yes. area. And it just gets congested. So I just walk on by and go on down to my aft area. And <laughs> it's quiet. And, see, I'm giving away all my great secrets, right? <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I booked ours like we would mid-shift. But I also did a lot of research on the room. So, like, I was able to read a lot of the reviews on other people that have stayed there. And where I'm at, supposedly, it's very quiet. It's also right next to the laundry, which I know this is crazy, but I was, you just don't know with kids. So, I mean, that's one reason I was like, you know, if we're kind of close to it and, like, say somebody does have an accident, at least I'm close to um, the laundromat. But that was, that's really what we were looking at. I just needed something quiet. I didn't want to hear um like the chairs moving near the pool or anything like that. And that was something that I was trying to take into consideration. How about the kids club? What's your experience with that? Well, you guys talk about that because I don't, my kids do not do the kids club. So, Oh, interesting. I know. Right. Well, I mean, they've gone and they said it was fun, but they just have other things on the ship. And then I even asked them tonight. I said, so why don't you do the kids club? And they said, there's so many other fun things to do on the ship that we could meet other people and do those kitty kind of things anytime. But the things on the ship, we can't do anytime. What ages are your kids, if you don't mind me asking? 12 and 15. Okay. That kind of makes sense to me, to be honest. Like the, the older kids, I totally get it. I think like the five, six, seven-year-olds, I think it's like the prime time to to check out the kids club and I think they just they eat it all up just the amount of games and and stuff that they don't get at home you know versus I think when you're older and you kind of have some more like technology at your fingertips that maybe isn't as unique to you or new you know yeah well and they like they're old enough that we can let them go and do the um what do you call the little mystery thing with the pictures? Um, oh yeah. The, the detective. Ship. What is it called? The detective agency. Detective agency. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, they're old enough that we can let them go and do that on their own. Yeah. And so they will do that over and over and they have so much fun doing it. And so they would rather be doing something like that versus being in the kids club. Yeah. Yeah. But they're at an age to where they, you know, can do that. And you couldn't with a five-year-old. Right, right. That definitely needs some supervision. Um, I think it totally depends on the kid, too, because if you have um, kids who are super social but don't get as many social opportunities, like, say, homeschooling, um, you know, that I've noticed that that kids that crave the 
the social interaction and get the opportunity to do that, um, you know, that's such a great experience for them. That's funny you say that, though, because we homeschool. Really? <laughs> yes, we do. And, and my kids are just, uh, but, but even though we homeschool, they have so much social interaction um, daily. You know, they're involved in pretty much everything that you can be involved in. Yeah. So they don't need that even though they're homeschooled. Yeah. Um, so they choose to go and do other things on the ship and have a blast. Um, but I think more than anything, it has to do with their age. Yeah. I think that's such a testament, though, to, like, all that Disney offers on the cruises because there's no, I mean, there's just, you can't, like, my, my husband always says, my goal is to try and be bored. And people are like, what? That doesn't even make sense. And he's like, it's like, no, for real. Like you can't, you, you can't be bored on a Disney cruise. Like there is just so much to do. You, mm-hmm. there's, you, you can't be bored. Like <laughs> if you're choosing to relax, that's one thing. Like if you're choosing not to, you know, just sit out on your stateroom balcony and just enjoy the view, like that's one thing, but you know, you're not actually bored, you know? <laughs> right. So you have consciously made that choice. Right. So that's, that's really cool that your kids, you know, have enough to do outside of the kids club. You know, that's really cool. They do. They just offer so much. We usually try to catch a movie on board um, because we like to go to the movies and they like to play the shuffleboard and things. Yes. But in fact, they run into more characters when they're out on that deck. Is it four? I can't yes. remember exactly what deck. Yeah, it is four. I believe it's four. I believe you're right. Yeah. And so they'll be out there like playing games and things and characters walk by there all the time. Yeah. That's how we got our only character photos from this last cruise that we went on was Chip and Dale. Uh, randomly we're walking through there and we were able to take some selfies with them it was really fun yeah because they'll stop and you know on their walk you know you can tell that they're going to wherever they're supposed to be um you know to greet people you know they all have their character spots and um but we always have some of the best character interactions while we're out there playing games just watching them walk by that's so cool my kids are gonna love me well that's okay I could tell some you never know (laughs) I could tell some embarrassing things of my about my husband on cruises like the fact that he gains like 20 pounds anytime we go on a Disney cruise because he eats his way through it (laughs) (laughs) that's my 15 year old that's what he said I said so what is your favorite part and he was like the free food mom Mm -hmm. all the free food Mm -hmm. anytime I want it I'm like, yeah. well, actually, you kind of paid for that food, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y- y- go ahead. Yeah, the free food, if that's what you like. Yeah. The convenient, like, oh, I, I got to I gotta go this way. And I'm like, huh? Where are you going? Past the free ice cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. See, I'm kind of looking forward to room service. And I know that just makes me cheesy. My husband's like... You don't even need to go eat room service. He's like, you can go eat whenever you want. But I'm like, I don't, there's just something about getting room service delivered. I want to order everything off the menu. I think is really what the issue is. Their room service is really good too, Marcella. That's it's what I can hear. really good. Do you, do you, are you a coffee drinker? Um, I'm a cold coffee drinker. Okay. So I would drink it I, warm, but I, I prefer it cold. My, one of my favorite things to do, here's another little helpful hint is to, at night, take the little, um, you know, even hotels have them where you stick it on your door outside and you've got your little order on there. And so you can order coffee and pastries and things like that to be delivered at a certain time the next morning. And then I'll wake up to a little knock on the door and the little happy guy walks in and he has got the best coffee you have ever put in your mouth. And so I just pour that coffee, go out on my balcony. Everybody else is still asleep. Have my pastry. It's, it's fabulous. See so what I want to do that. is I want to do the, um, the cookies and milk at night. That's, yes. I don't, for some reason, that's the part that I'm really looking forward to. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I want to do the cookies and milk at night. And I've even had their food like um, in between 
you know, in between like lunch and dinner, um, one time we wanted to eat. And so we ordered room service and it was every single bit of it was really good. But I'm telling you that room service coffee is better than the coffee at Cabana's. There's something different about it. I might have to try that then. I had also heard like if you get it, you can get it delivered like the night before. Oh, no, no. It's a milk that if you get it, the milk delivered the night before that it stays cold in the container that they give you. So yeah, um, if I've you have that kids too. that like to have milk first thing in the morning. So Jenna, do you drink coffee? Are you? Yes. Yes. I, um, I have to get specialty coffee. I don't do dairy. Um, and they have specialty uh, coffee at Cove Cafe or I can't remember the other, the name of the other one. Um, but I always get something from there in the mornings and they do like a, a kind of like a stamp card or frequent buyer card where if you, if you purchase five, you get a sixth free. So I always make it a point to purchase five so I can get my sixth free. <laughs> Well, the room service coffee, I think, is one of the highlights of my trip. That's pretty. I think that tells you where coffee ranks on my list. I'm not sure, like, (laughs) as far as what my favorite food option is. I think it's a tie between um, Palo and um, the barbecue when you're on Castaway. Castaway key. key. Yeah. Yes. I love the barbecue. It's so oh, delicious. And you still get your ice cream out there. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, and have you done the barbecue like your chicken at Castaway Key? Oh yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. This is making me want to go on a cruise. Right. <laughs> I love the I the Castaway Key Day to me is like just epic like nothing can beat it it's just the food the beaches the scenery like the shopping I don't know I just love it all the last time we were at Castaway Key um we always snorkel while we're there and um we were out there snorkeling and sea turtles came out there in the snorkeling area and we literally followed these sea turtles for what seemed like forever. It was the neatest thing to watch. That is so cool. I have not done the snorkeling yet. So now, thanks. I really want to. That sounds like so what much What beach fun. do you normally go to? Do you go to, are you more on the family side or more on the adult side? I'm on the family side when we go. I have been to both. Um the cool part is they have kids club um, also at like when you're stopped at Castaway Key, um, the kids can get off the ship with you and there's a kids club um, on, you know, in the island. So the parents can go to the adult only area um, and you also can enjoy, you know, both the family area. Um, my husband and I don't have any kids, so we tend to go to the adult area um, it's a very quiet. And actually on this last trip, um, a couple came up to me while we were sitting there and said, like, do you mind taking a picture of us? And so um, I was taking some pictures and I showed them and, and the guy's like, oh, can you can you just take like a couple more? I'm like, sure. So um, I took a couple of pictures and then he got down on one knee and proposed to his girlfriend Aww. right in front of us. Like, with the, you know, crystal clear water in the background. And, oh, it was so, like, magical for them. So it was really, it was exciting for me. I was crying. I was like, this is amazing. So I, I love that area. I just think it's perfect for, for adults. What a neat thing to be a part of. Oh, it was so, it was so, so cool. And I was able to, to find them um, in, our, in our Facebook group. Uh, for our sailing after the fact and just congratulated them and and it was cool they sent uh, sent me one of the pictures and said thank you so much and yeah it was really it was really neat there's just there's always magic always magic (laughs) well have you guys ever done the um 5k 
on the island? Yes, we have. Have you? Yes, I have, actually. It was the hottest 5K I think I've ever oh, done. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it's so humid there. It's so humid. <laughs> well, my husband and children did a great job. But after it was over, I think I ran straight into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. We actually didn't, like, totally complete it all the way. Like, we we decided to take a take a side tour and go up the up the observation tower that's on the path that you're running. Um, so we went up the tower and looked around and took some pictures from there. And by the time we came down, uh, met up with one of the, the people that we were on the cruise with. And so we were like, okay, great. We'll just run with you from there. But she had already gone down and back and yeah, but they still, they still give you your, your little medal for participation, no matter how much you do. So it's still a pretty cool experience. So do you know what time you have to wake up for the 5K or be out, out outside the boat, I guess? So normally there's a meeting spot on the ship um, where you're going to get your running bib and hear instructions as far as like what route you're going to go running through. Um, and I believe that that meets at 8 a.m. Um, and then you're going to exit the boat around 8.30 and the run usually starts around nine. So it gives some time for parents to drop kids off at the kids club, um, kind of gives people time to get off the boat successfully. Um, last time it was raining. So they actually offered ponchos for free, like complimentary ponchos if you wanted one, oh, which was cool. really cool. Um, there's not really, and you, you have to walk to the starting point, which is, a little, a fairly decent walk. So yeah, you got to get decent walk. Yeah. So you got to get a little bit of time for that as well. And the so medals that they over. give oh. are really those medals. They're really neat. Yeah. I love the design of them. They're, they're really cute. They're just such a good memento from your trip. Honestly, like even, like I said, if you, if you don't actually do the full run, they still give you the medal anyways. Um, even if it's just like a participation, you know, here you go. Um, and it's just, you know, it's free. It's free to do the 5K, which I think a lot of people are shocked by. Like, what? It's free and, and you don't have to sign up in advance. I mean, you can, you should sign up the day you board the ship. But as far as like needing to sign up, you know, months ahead of time, there's no like, you know, maximum amount of, of bibs that they're going to give out. So it's, it's a really unique opportunity to do a, a fun 5k run with your family, um, and then get the cool medal. And, you know, they actually even have, you know, when you think of doing a 5k, um, for people who usually do those, you always usually get a t-shirt like that's, you know, my husband has loads of 5K T-shirts um, from over the years. They don't give you T-shirts, but they do have um, a gift shop area right after, the, like, where it ends. And they have some really cool 5K T-shirts that you can purchase. Yeah, that's so cool. They have, like, even, like, don't they even have pins for it? And I've seen a lot of merchandise actually come out for the 5K run that they have there at Castaway Key. I think my husband got the pin, the t-shirt, and the medal. He was very So, okay, so after your run's over, like, what kind of activities do they have there on the island? Oh, goodness, pretty much anything. I think our favorite thing to do is, um, and you can do a combination. They have, like, a, a group of three type of things that you can do, but we usually do the snorkeling. And then you've got um, like float inner tube type rentals and bike rides uh -huh. that you can do. Um, and you can combine all three of those um, for the entire day into a package if you would like. Um, and that's usually the kind of thing we do because then we spend the rest of our day um, like on the slides out in the ocean and those kinds of things. But then they've really got other activities. I don't know if any of you guys have done the things like the stingrays. Um, I actually just did the glass bottom boat in November and that was so fun. I have always wanted to do that. And they, they take you out and it's just a beautiful ride, you know, out past the Island. And, 
um, we saw all sorts of fish and you get to feed the fish. And um, we were headed back and they decided to take a little detour because they saw dolphins and they literally pulled right up so that we could see these dolphins just playing out in the middle of the ocean. It was, it was incredible. You don't mind me asking how long was that? Like, was it like a couple of hours or? It was probably about an hour. Um, I wouldn't okay. say it wasn't that long of an excursion. Um, but it also wasn't that expensive of an excursion. Like if you're looking, you know, you, everything, you have so many things included on the beach there. Um, and if you're thinking, well, I want to get the most out of the, the free things on the beach and just take a smaller, less expensive excursion, this is a great excursion to do that with. And it's great for all ages. Like it was, it was really neat. My kids loved it. <laughs> Has anybody done like the parasailing or um, any of those more adventurous type things? Yeah, I'm not brave enough to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't need a slide in the ocean. That's we, what we, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, we've done the snorkeling. That was a lot of fun. Um, and you can see like the little Mickey and Minnie's under the water and, um, you know, you can rent the snorkel equipment there or you can bring your own. And um, that was a lot of fun, too. So. So what about like buckets and shovels and all of that? They don't do they sell that on the island or is that something I need to pack with me? They do. You sell can buy that. it there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. They it's have, probably they have cheaper a... to buy it, bring it with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, hey, but yeah. it's one less thing I have to carry with me. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. And people ask all the time, too, about towels. I have clients all the time saying, do I need to bring my own beach towels? And no, you don't. They've got plenty of towels on the island for mm -hmm. you to use. And plenty and of they also like, beach chairs. Like, I'm always so surprised by... Um, by, you know, reviews from people on certain, like, destinations from um, other cruise ships where they say, like, oh, it's, like, you fight over towels, you fight over um, chairs. But um, at Castaway Key, like, it's just endless. It seems like it's endless amount of chairs and they have hammocks and towels and umbrellas yeah. and everything. And one of the nice things on the beach um, – a, that's an extension of the kids clubs is they have Scuttles Cove and um, Scuttles Cove is for, you know, your kids and they can go there and be um, taken care of while you spend maybe some time on only area of Castaway. Um, so that's a nice option. They have some games planned for them and activities. And um, then there's also an area called in the shade. It's in the shade. <laughs> the game pavilion and they have, you know, like ping pong tables and billiards and things like that. Um, and it's all shaded. So if you want to get out of the sun for a little bit and just go hang out with your family and play games, that's an option there yeah. too. Yeah. So my family likes that, like the air hockey and all those things that they've got out there. Yep. That's a lot of great options, especially to try to keep your family together while, you know, you're on vacation and, um, which, of course, is what Disney really wants you to do. They want you to enjoy your family time. Yep. They offer so much on that island that, I mean, it truly is one of our favorite stops. Even though you go to these other countries and you enjoy those islands, um, Castaway Key is just top notch. It is. And the food's so yummy. <laughs> yep. The barbecue is one of my favorites. I oh absolutely love it. It is. It's delicious. Okay, so what's the difference between the adult side and the family side for the barbecue? Because I have read that there's, I think there's steak. Is that the difference between the two? I've heard there's more what? stuff, op like more options on the other end. Yeah, no, the adult, it says heartier fare. I mean, I have not personally gone down to the Serenity Bay Um that's something I, I need to make myself do the next time. I haven't been down there, but they do have um, the frozen drinks and, and it says, you know, they do have a heartier fare at that barbecue. And I actually haven't been to the family barbecue ever. I've only been to the one on Serenity Bay. Um, so I'm not really sure how to compare the two. 
but <laughs> um, they have, yeah, like so many different options. They even have different, um, like they have pasta salads, uh, fruit, vegetables, um, chip, like chips. Um, they cook, they barbecue is completely fresh right in front of you. Like it's amazing that you have chicken, steak, um, there's, I know there's, I believe it's salmon. I might be wrong on the fish option, but I know there's a fish option. Um, they had pasta salad that's like Mediterranean. So there's even different like style of cuisine too. It's not just, um, you know, all American. Um, so I think there's something for everyone there. And of course the ice cream machine. So you can't go wrong with dessert and ice cream. Yes. Yeah, that does sound, that's a little different than what I'm seeing at cookies and cookies too with the kids. So definitely there's a difference between the two buffets because that's more um, hamburgers, hot dogs. I mean, they have barbecued ribs um, and cold salads, but then it doesn't sound like it's, it's the same as what you're experiencing down at Serenity Bay. <laughs> and um, I will add too that I know we've talked a little bit about um, any like special dietary needs. Um, I know that's also a concern for people that are getting off the ship. Um, you can actually pre-order your food and it'll be made at cookies too. And cause I believe that's the one that's on the family side. So your food will mm -hmm. actually be there for you to pick up um, and be ready for you and made separately and everything. So dietary needs are still accommodated for even off the ship as well. So I think that's really, again, just as Disney does a great job of including everyone and accommodating for every need um, on the ship and off the ship. I know that's like a big concern for parents, you know, for parents yeah. that have young kids with different special special dietary you know concerns I know that's just a huge relief for them to be able to go on vacation to a Disney um, you know on some sort of Disney vacation where they know their kids are going to be taken care of and accommodated for and still feel special um, and get to experience everything the way all the other kids get to experience them so I think that's one of my favorite parts about that dining experience on Castaway Key, to be, to be completely honest, is just that you don't have to worry about that, you know, and for parents to not have to worry that their kids are still going to be able to get that same experience as other kids is just great. And I know this is a little, it's, it's somewhat off topic, but I do know that I've seen an interview where they spoke to a cast member that works in the kids club. And they were saying how, like, even for dietary needs in the kids' clubs, if they do feed them, um, I believe it's, like, lunch and dinner, they can eat there. But yes. they on their band that they have, their band actually has any kind of food allergies, any kind of specialty oh. dietary needs, so that you're not accidentally giving, you know, a child with a, with a peanut allergy, you know, um, something that they shouldn't be having. So I love that portion of it, that they always ensure that they're – that everything is handled even when the parents are not there. There's really not many places you can go that you have that kind of um, just that kind of relief to know that you're taken care of like that. Yes. Cause most times you're leaving your children there and you're just, you know, like you're, you're having that thought process of you're not sure like exactly where it is that you're, li you're leaving them out. And, what I do love about their kids club is that first day they do allow you to go on to into the rooms and actually go experience it for yourself. That way, you know, where you're leaving your children at for them to go play and have their own time. Yeah. The open yeah, house they is so cool. Yes. They do it a couple times throughout the sailing so that if you've missed the first day or, you know, the first day can be very hectic. They have it at other times as well. And, and it's really nice to just go in and see what they're doing and what's available. And to see this level of security for your kids, like they make sure that you have a password and you have to be, you know, there's pictures of the people that are allowed to pick you up and all that kind of stuff. Like you are certain when you leave there 
that your kid is in great hands, that they know, you know, the individual needs of your child, and you know that your kid is not going to be able to just run off anywhere. Um, The kids club is huge, in my opinion, and the kids are able to roam throughout it, like as they please. And the coolest part is you can walk up to the counter and say, hey, I'm here to pick up my, you know, son or daughter. And they know exactly what room they're in. It's kind of like, yeah, like that's so unique to me. And I love that about it because they know and they will be like, oh yeah, they're in the Toy Story room or, you know, whatever room they're in. They're in, they're flying the Millennium Falcon right now. And you're like, oh, okay. And you just, I think again, like we've said for parents, it is whoever said that it was like, the only actual vacation for a mom, I really honestly feel that that's completely true. Like everything about that kids club helps you give that peace of mind. And they keep them entertained. Like, I mean, they even bring out the characters in there too, for them to have interaction with the characters. Correct. I know my 18 year old was so jealous because uh, somebody Somebody from Star Wars came in. I forget who it was, but my, you know, my 10-year-old got to interact with Chewbacca or whoever it was. And my 18-year-old just, she was very not amused by that. (laughs) He he, he wasn't out otherwise. He wasn't out on the ship doing things. And so she didn't get to see him for the whole sailing. And it was, it was so funny because my 10-year-old kept giving her a hard time about how he got to meet Chewbacca and she didn't. Yeah, they really bring out the unique um, characters that you don't see throughout the boat in the kids club during those times. Mm-hmm. And then they also offer the nursery and the nursery where they'll also take the characters through, you know, some of the characters will go through the nursery, but the nursery is amazing too. There is a cost to that. Um, it's not like the kids club where it's included in the cost of your, of your cruise, but the, um, the nursery is it's by our, if I'm not mistaken. And that one, they have cribs, they have, I mean, everything you would need for a baby. And that's below the age of three. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's correct, right? Yeah. Yeah. Haven't done that one either. I plan to walk through them. I'm just kind of curious to see what they look like on the inside. But I've heard, like, really amazing things about their nursery. So if um, you are a parent who has a younger child, there is a way for you to have a little bit of an escape for several hours if you want to. I mean, really, where else can you go where you can have a family vacation and yet still be able to have a date night with your husband? Or, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's so nice. Yeah. And that's the There's cool thing about the places. kids club. So if the kids club, if you have a second seating, they come through and they pick up your children I believe right after dinner is done, like if you want to sit down and talk to your significant other for, you know, a little bit longer, the kids clubs, they actually go down and pick up all the kids from um, the dining areas and we'll take yes. them back. I thought that was really interesting. It is because those meals, I mean, they can run long, you know, and your little ones, they get a little restless. And mm-hmm. um, although I have to say Disney does keep the meals moving at a much faster pace than what I was used to on other ships. Um, I mean, there are times that we've been sitting for two hours at a meal on a cruise. Disney doesn't make it quite that long. They, they move it along nicely. Um, they don't rush you, but they move it along nicely. But just to have the option of someone to come and take your little one so that they're not still sitting at the table while you're on your third coffee or third dessert <laughs> is, a, is a nice <laughs> option. <laughs> So how many of you dress as pirates on pirate night when you go to dinner? We dress in theme. We don't dress like we're not in full out pirate gear, Um, but we will definitely do like black and white or striped. Um, And then we definitely take advantage of the, the bandanas that they give you. My favorite thing is actually uh, my husband and I will purchase uh, like photo booth props that are pirate themed and we'll actually like set them out of our stateroom with a sign that says like take family photos and and have fun with props and we'll bring some of the props to dinner with us and we have more fun with 
um, <laughs> like somehow participating um, than we do with really dressing up. We don't, we're not really, we don't really get dressed up for it, but we do like to participate in some way. So we always try to make it creative. Well, that's what I love about Pirate Night, though, is that you will see people who are decked out like they look like they need to be in a movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. They are so authentic. And then you'll have people that just have on, you know, white shorts and a black shirt and a red sash. And that's their pirate type theme outfit. And it doesn't matter which extreme you go, you find everything in between and everybody's having fun with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a fun night. I mean, the the menus are pirate themed, the activity, the entertainment. It's, I mean, just going up there and watching Captain Jack Sparrow drop in on the deck from the funnel above the ship. It's insane. The details that Disney puts into everything. I mean, we all know it's like world class details, and the the details on Pirate Night. I think are just my favorite thing about Pirate Night. It's the the uh, buffet after the fireworks where mm-hmm. they have all the fruit carved out in like full on pirate faces, like characters from pirates of the Caribbean. Like it's just, I love it. I take so many pictures of that part. I don't even eat any of the food. I just love the detail they put into the decorations. <laughs> like I just love it. Well, and then not to mention that they do the fireworks that night and you know, how often can you be in the middle of the ocean and watching fireworks from your ship and you can see other ships off in the distance that are probably like I'm so jealous I want to have fireworks too (laughs) (laughs) it's really one of my favorite nights um, on the Disney cruise is pirate night it's just so much fun so if you had one piece of advice to give to a new Disney cruiser what would you what would you say Hmm. I would say definitely consult that navigator each night. We would sit down, um, you know, later in the evening, once it's been left in your stateroom, we would all go and and grab a snack and sit up on the deck. And um, we would go over it and kind of highlight what we'd like to do the next day, because there are so many things going on all the time and they overlap. So I think it's a good idea to like, Give your, you know, you don't want to stress yourself out on vacation with a schedule, but if you have a little bit of a game plan, especially if characters are important to you. Do you use the app at all? That's what I was going to say. Like when she said that I was about to say, my thing would say, you know, download the app. Of course, I know some people want to be technology free and they don't want to carry their phone around. Um, yeah, I have I, mine with me because I want to take pictures and that's what I use to take my pictures. So I'm going to have my phone anyway. Um, and I like, you know, being wherever I am and being able to pull up the app and see what's going on close by. Um, and we can choose from there. Um, we don't necessarily sit down at night and kind of make a game plan. We kind of wing it. Um, we have maybe a few things that we're going to go and do that we know of. And then after that, we just kind of pull up the app throughout the day and scroll and see what's going on and say, yeah, let's go do this. Yeah. I think like one of my favorite things that kind of, I kind of do a combination of both of those things, actually Um, the night before I'll look at the app and see what the next day's um, options are. And then they have a little heart button where if you click the heart, it actually will mm-hmm. send you notifications um, before your event is going to occur. So like 15 minutes, I believe it is, um, about 15 minutes before the thing that you hit the favorite button, the heart, um, it'll actually send a notification to your phone uh, that the start time is approaching and here's the event that you wanted to go to. And mm-hmm. I'd say like, what I really love is the flexibility to move around between things. Like if you're in the movie theater watching a movie, you really, if you decided, Hey, I really want to go to this other event. That's at the same time. You really could do that. There's no, like you're not interrupting people. um, And you have the flexibility to do that. So I would say like for, for first timers, I'd say use, use the navigator in some form, like the paper form or the app. And I would say, give yourself the freedom to play around with it. So if you 
don't have to feel totally committed to one thing or another thing. You can, can kind of dabble in everything. So if you go to the show and, and you have a kid maybe who's hungry, it's okay. You can get up and, and go out, you know, go get food somewhere. Um, and you don't have to feel kind of stuck in some sort of schedule. Those are really good pieces of advice for people. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. To plan your next Disney cruise or any other marvelous destination, check out our website, MarvelousMouseTravels.com. We'd be happy to provide you with a free quote. Remember to subscribe to our podcast to listen to our future episodes.